Hello, my name is Tiffany, and in this session, I will talk about one philosopher from German named Nietzsche. Stay tuned. Who is Nietzsche? Three, three. Wilhelm Nietzsche, or usually known for Nietzsche, was a German classical scholar, philosopher, and critic of culture, and one of the most influential philosophers of all time. He was born on October 15, 1944, in Rocken, Saxony, Prussia, Germany. And he died when he was 55 on August 25, 19,000 in Weimar, Thuringian States. However, shortly after his death, the tide began to change, and he became influential philosopher among 20th century philosophers, particularly in Europe. Why he is famous? He became influential for his criticism of European morality and traditional religion, as well as conventional philosophical ideas and socially and politically relevant parts of the modern world. His well-known writings and philosophies are about truth, morality, language, aesthetic, cultural theory, history, power, consciousness, and the meaning of human existence. Some Nietzsche interpreters believe he embraced nihilism, rejected philosophical logic, and encouraged a literary examination of the human condition rather than seeking truth and knowledge in the traditional sense. He was on a mission to reaffirm life, therefore he advocated for a radical naturalistic rethinking of human existence, knowledge, and morality. In either reading, his strategy necessitates ongoing conflict with one's physiological and intellectual inheritances through the growth of instincts and diverse cognitive capacities. Nietzsche also used physiological analysis to support original theories on the nature of self-proposals and provocative ones that demonstrated new values that he thought would enhance cultural renewal and social and physiological life by comparing them to living beneath the traditional values that he criticized. Nietzsche, who in spite of his clerical home background, once described himself as an atheist by instincts, had no interest whatever in that moral values were of similar origin, handed down to human beings direct from God. He saw the origin of human values in human needs and human physiology. Nietzsche saw the primary point as follows, how behaving for the good of others rather than one's own advantage 
came to be seen as good. Nietzsche regarded a society that reinforced what is beneficial to it as a sentimental and unhistorical claptrap. Nietzsche's beliefs on the origins of love and compassion's morality would not have made him so distrustful of it as he was. According to him, all life is an expression of the will to power, and no little human moralist has any right to speak on the subject. Nietzsche's Works In 1872, he published a book titled The Birth of Tragedy Out of the Spirit of Music. Nietzsche defined ancient Greek culture by the opposition between Apollonian dreams and Dionysian intoxication. The Birth of Tragedy contains the knowledge of the true and the question of its goodness or benefit becomes the primary question, a question first raised by Socrates and raised again by Nietzsche. The oppositions between thought and effects, reason and passion, are converted into the Apollonian and Dionysian pair, and the focus shifts from Euripides to Socrates and the issue he embodies. From 1873 to 1876, Nietzsche intended to write 13 studies, but he completed only four, which were intended for the decline of contemporary European culture, particularly German culture. From 1878 to 1880, Nietzsche finished his book, Human All Too Human, following with the second and third part. Then, he published the three parts of his book in 1886. Inside these three books, Nietzsche asserted on hedonistic and utilitarian. His new work, published in 1881, titled Daybreak, Reflections on Moral Prejudices. These books focus on the critics of morality and religion and their interrelation with physiological motives. His next work, titled The Guy Science, in 1882, made him famous because of his thought about God is dead and the doctrine of the recurrence. The words God and Christian God refer to the suprasensory world in general. Nietzsche writes that God is dead, but as the human race is represented, there will perhaps be caves for millenniums yet, in which people will show his shadow. His doctrine of the recurrence referred to distract any thought that 
transcend this world and this doctrine was the hardest to affirm. In his late writings, Nietzsche composed his most famous work, Thus Spoke Zarathustra, a book for all and known from 1883 to 1885. The word metaphors that recall animals, earth, air, fire, water, celestial bodies, and plants, and are often reminiscent of a phrase we owe to Nietzsche, a naturalist philosophy. This greater state of being is referred to as superhuman by Nietzsche, then he associates it with the notion of eternal recurrence. Nietzsche believes that Western humanity will either collapse into the last man, nihilism, or overcome nihilism by affirming the superhuman. In his most visibly comprehensive book in 1886 in Beyond Good and Evil, Prelude to a Philosophy of the Future, Nietzsche engaged in a great deal of philosophy, religion, morality, virtue, politics, and nobility. Nietzsche asserted in Beyond God and Evil that all knowledge is perspective and comes from a certain perspective. In 1887, he published his book titled The Genealogy of Morals, that structured of three essays about the critics of morality and religion that expressed in Beyond Good and Evil. All major degrees of moral consciousness are, in genealogy, subjected to stringent critique. In the last writing of his life, Nietzsche analyzes his own anti-Christian views in this self-portrait, completed only a month before his death, and considers how even the greatest person are prone to major corruption. In the music of George Bizet, Nietzsche finds refinement, light-hearted fun, good cheer, and something rejuvenating as an antidote to Warner's weighty and pompous pretensions. In Toilet of the Idols, or How One Philosophies with a Hammer, Nietzsche revisits and expands on some of his early themes, including the issue of Socrates, studies of Plato, Kant, and the possibility of philosophy and the moral, political, and physiological origins of Christianity. Nietzsche analyzed 
the notion of redemption in his works, the Antichrist and curse on Christianity, as well as how Christianity's rise destroyed Rome's Nobel principles. In addition, Nietzsche revisits a number of issues that he had already addressed in other books. In his final book, Ece Homo, Nietzsche explores his own emergence as a philosopher through a retrospective assessment of his whole corpus, including critical judgment, descriptions of how the works were inspired, and explanatory observations about their philosophical contents. His dexterity is demonstrated by his understanding of how to select the best nutrition, climate, habitation, and recreation for himself. And he writes such good words because they dare to open up a new world of noble and delicate sensations, at least for a chosen view. And that's all that I can share with you about who is Nietzsche, what made him famous, and about his philosophical works. Thank you for listening to me. Bye.